Hi, and thank you for joining me today. This is Save Nigeria podcast. Nigeria is going down the drain, and I believe we can save Nigeria through this platform. I am Emmanuel, and I've been studying Nigerian politics for over 15 years. In Nigeria, as you know, it is one week, one trouble. This week, I will focus on the release of the remaining 29 boys. Over two months ago, some students in Cardinal State were kidnapped by gunmen or maybe Boko Haram, any name, but I don't know. But these boys were out of them, 10 of them were released. And after they released 10 of them, they held the remaining 29 of them. So on Wednesday, these remaining 29 boys were released. Thank God they were not killed. Thank God they were released to their parents. And, and But some of these boys talk about their experience, what they experienced with the gunmen. As we all know, we know about all the negotiations, uh, how Sheikh uh, Kumi and the likes that have been talking with the kidnapper. One thing I want to say is this. For the family of those boys, they will definitely be happy to have their boys back. But the issue of security in Nigeria goes beyond these boys. Nigeria is having, Nigeria is in big trouble. The government needs to do something about this. If the government don't do something, if they didn't do something about this, I think it's just like sitting on a ticking time bomb. All over the country, no region is safe. I know people like to pass the buck. Some will think, okay, it is the, uh, it, it is the problem of the north. Some say from the west. Some say from the east. But I think at this point, something needs to be done that is far bigger than just a blame game. Thank God these boys were released. Many people have been killed. We all remember Obaifon that was kidnapped and killed. The assistant commissioner of police that was killed, attacked by gunmen and killed in Cross River. All over the country, all this is happening. And it is a very, it's, it's many times it ends with somebody dying. And what we need to do now is to find a way to stop this from happening. Our politicians are not doing anything. And it's a shame. They are not doing anything because they are just trying to protest their protect their own interests, they want to protect their paws because they want to secure their own source of income and uh, they are not actually defending the people that they vow to protect. In an ideal situation with this uh, kind of problem that we have in Nigeria, I expect the House of Assembly or the Senate to be talking about asking the presidency the president to take some responsibility because it just looks like this problem is not going to go away. I'm sure people are expecting when the next news will come, which area is going to be kidnapped next. If I live in the northern part of Nigeria, where all this kid, uh, kidnapping is taking place, it will be difficult for me to send my kids to school or if I'm a kid, for me to go to school myself. Because 
it's just too much for you to go to school and then some people show up in your school and for two months you live in one forest. It's a big risk and they can't just, it's, we don't need to pretend that everything is okay. This should not happen, but it is happening and we need to think about doing something about it. I know when it comes to doing something about it, many people don't like to talk. They want to, when people complain, instead of looking at what they are complaining about, people want to focus on politics. But the bitterness of nepotism, ethnicism, friendship will remain long. After all the sweetness that, come, that you think, but actually in the real sense, there is no sweetness. Because for now, the kidnap boys, I don't think they are, they are family in politics. They are just the common man. But a time will come when this will get to the doors of our leaders. And the truth is, it is already getting colder. Because an Oba has been kidnapped and killed. And if they can touch an Oba, I think it's just, look at, uh, few weeks ago, the CBN, former CBN governor, Soludo, was attacked and uh, three policemen that are part of his convoy were killed. So that is getting to a new level. And uh, it's getting to a level at which we need to take it serious. We need to talk about it. I know sometimes talking about it might not be able to solve much problem, but we, the more we talk about it, we need to get it to their doorstep. We need to let them know that it is not acceptable for Nigeria to feel, uh, it is not acceptable for Nigerians to be afraid in their own country. Many people that live in all these areas where, because of kidnappers, many farmers cannot go to farm. Because they will be, they are afraid of their life. And I think that is a problem. People should be free to walk around. People should not be afraid of being kidnapped in their own home. And it seems the government has failed in that respect. But as we are even talking about the government failing, what can the government do about it? People used to say, uh, uh, some people will say that the people need to take responsibility. Let me tell you, there is no way ordinary people can take responsibility. Ordinary people does not have guns. Ordinary people does not have security votes. So it is true that people can support the government, but there is a limit to which people can actually act. And uh, some people, I had some people hacked and they tried to protect themselves. And uh, they were arrested because they attacked uh, kidnappers. I think that happened in your states. So there is a limit to which people can help, uh, can help themselves. So for those of you that say, okay, uh, the, maybe it is the fault of the kidnapper, uh, of the kidnapped people, because I know people like to blame the victims instead of uh, showing some empathy. So, but the victim, please don't let us blame the victim. 
people, many of these people that were kidnapped, some of them were traveling. And I think I just have to once again uh, celebrate with these boys that have been released. Because majority of the people, that, many people that are kidnapped have been killed. And uh, although we don't know how much they spend uh, to secure their release, but I mean, definitely they paid some money. And let me quickly talk about that ransom. It is in two ways. If you're, if one of those students are yours, I'm sure you will want the government to pay ransom to secure your kids. And other people feel that when you negotiate with kidnappers, when you pay ransom, then what they need to do is to kidnap the next person. What I will say is this. This is my own position. These kidnapped boys, they are Nigerians. Them being kidnapped is a failure of the Nigerian government. For me, I think the government, it's, even if it requires paying money to get them to their parents, the government needs to pay this ransom. What the government now needs to do after paying ransom is to up their game with security, protect so that the next set of boys will not be kidnapped. But if the government fails to do that, then the government will continue to be paying ransom. Because come to think of it, what are we really benefiting from the government? What, you that you are looking at me, what have you benefited from the government? In your electricity, you, you pay for electricity, and after the fact that you are paying for electricity, I'm sure they are not giving you the electricity. Water, you don't get water. You make your borehole, you dig your well. What, many, even, so the best thing that the government, at least, and for workers, before they give the money, they've already removed the tax. And I begin to wonder, why are we paying tax? The road to your house sometimes, if you don't live, maybe the road is bad, the everything is just, and the government keep collecting money and sharing the money. So please, let's, uh, it, if there is a, this ransom, it's good that they pay it for this voice. That is my own opinion, but one thing is, the government needs to do something. The government should not wait for the next set of boys to be kidnapped. Kidnapping guys and uh, students is becoming very lucrative for the kidnappers. Look at Chibo girls. Look at uh, Leah Shuaibo. After it's still with the, they are yet to release that girl after a very long time. I had is I even have babies and stuff with the or the Boko Haram or maybe the bandits. If uh, Leah is anyone's daughter, I'm sure the family will be going through a lot. Because Yoruba, they used to say Omoku is better than Omonu, the way they used to say it. So I just, uh, in my own little way, I once again wish those boys, I congratulate to the family of those boys. And... Uh, I won't say that the government just needs to do something about it. It's not acceptable. It is not something that Nigerians should face. Nigerians should not be afraid to live in their own country. This is not right and nothing can make it right. So just before I go, I want to send my own condolence to the outdog oppressor. Just before I go, I want to send 
condolence to Pastor Adeboye on the loss of his second son. My prayer is that God should give him the fortitude to bear the loss. So, yeah, that's just it. I know he's a man of God, he's a strong man, but it's not easy for any parent to lose a 42-year-old man. So, my deepest condolence with him and his family, and I pray God continue to give them strength. Yeah, so, it's, it's a difficult one. I'm sure it will be. So, thank you very much for listening. Uh, this is Pod Save Nigeria podcast. Nigeria is going down the drain, and I believe we can save Nigeria together on this platform. I am Emmanuel. I've been studying Nigerian politics for over 15 years. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow my podcast. If you would like to contribute on this show, why not send a message through the link that I will show in the description. Thank you very much for your time, and I'll see you next week.